Hey, this is Lexi. This is Ari. And you're listening to Hotel Earth. to extend our stay and upgrade. Welcome back, Lexi Residence New Year new everything (laughs) (laughs) lots of new updates i'm still fucking with this camera oh there we go that looks good oh she she's cute she is the moment she's the moment she is grace she is beauty so lexi happy new year happy freaking new year ariana how are you oh god just peachy um i don't know if our residents know but we did see each other just briefly when i returned back to the states so briefly that was just a treat in itself that was the only present i really needed yeah i have to say that that morning uh meeting was the highlight one of the highlights of my whole week there in tampa it was just fabulous and i did interview your boyfriend about child labor laws with apple not sure why that had to come up it just i had a lot of prosecco it just wasn't necessary but wait you know <laughs> can we yeah you did do that <laughs> i i i realized like after it came out of my mouth i was like jesus ari like can you let the guy relax like jesus <laughs> fucking christ like he does he really deserve this right now but i let it happen i was like let's see how this guy handles it and you know what? He handled it wonderfully after, you know, a small giggle, which did not go unnoticed. Um, but, you it know, it was pretty funny. You know, I mean, and even Cassidy was like, Christ, like, is this really <laughs> happening? Um, yeah. So if you guys are wondering what happens after I drink a little too much, I'm going to come at you with some really <laughs> dumb questions and you I, better be prepared to answer them. I think Francis and I, our favorite part was when oh, God. you were so adamant about the different beaches um, the two French islands. Do you know what I'm talking about? Corsica and uh, and Sicily and well, Sardinia. So Italy and versus France. Yes, we, Francis and I were dying because you were so passionate that one was better than the other, and they're so different. And you were going on and on. And Cassidy goes, "And how much time have you spent in either?" And he went, zero. You know, well, who needs to spend time there to just know, Francis? Francis could not stop laughing about that. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was amazing. And I'm like, I'm so pompous and I literally know everything. And then someone comes at me with a question that's so out of left field. It's, excuse me, have you ever been to any of these countries? I'm like, no. Does it matter? <laughs> first of all, first of all, Sardinia is not a country. Second of all, fuck you. It was hilarious. Shout out to Cass. Cass kept us laughing all breakfast. You kept us laughing all bract all all breakfast. All all practice. Yeah, yeah, that's what it, that's exactly what it is. It's practice for when we do go. We know all of the facts. That's all. Yes. Oh, also, I'm gonna clip this really quick. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, rate, leave a review. Follow us on all the social medias. Ari, hit us with the handles. That would be at Hoteller360 on Instagram, at Hoteller360 on TikTok, 
We are hotelearthpodcast at gmail.com. Beautiful. Perfect. And I yeah, don't think we're right. on anything else. Yeah, no, I don't think so. If we are on something else, that, that might cool. come as a surprise as to both yeah, of us. Definitely uh, not intended. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, that was a very fun breakfast, brunch, which turned into like an almost all day thing. We all... Had, I would not have been sad about. Would not have been no. sad about it. We also had a bit of a creepy waiter situation, which... Yeah, very odd. It's Oh, I have a question for everybody. If someone asks you where you're from, are they hitting on you or are they just asking where you're from? That is a beautiful question because it seems like no matter how many times I ask it in any different types of intonation, it always ends up being in, like um, interpreted as like flirting. Um, God forbid, I just want to know where that fucking accent comes from. And I, I'm and just that saying, style and that style and that and haircut. I'm, Oh, and I'm just saying, I received a strange, you know, sort of molestation on my arm after this motherfucker, after I asked that question. So anyway, that was something. It was definitely weird. And my octopus started tasting a little different after that. Anyway, it's a new year. It's 2024. Um, How exciting is that? I am still adjusting. I, yeah, I'd have to agree. I yeah, I'm I'm still adjusting. I'm not all the way here. I'm in the. I've seen a lot of memes about this period where you're just kind of like in this strange like no man's land, and your brain is still like you know three years ago. I mean, for me, I still feel like it's 2019. Like so, um, I'm not adjusting well, not yet, but I I think I will. Also, I went through like 17 different time zones in the last three weeks. Yeah, yeah, you really have, which is kind of mind bending. Um, as yeah. just like a thought in and of itself. But considering it's a new year, um, Lexi and I wanted to, A, just kind of do like a fun little recap. How was 2023 for us? I'm not going to go into full detail about that one. I will, you know, brief over it. But also, what were the climate highlights and headlines of 2023? So let's start on a happy and personal note. Lexi, would you like to share any fun just personal or Hotel Earth-related highlights from 2023. Yeah. So this year was like my year of travel. I think I, I think I went to a different state or country almost every month this year. That's um, amazing. Yeah. I actually started 2023 with Nas in Chicago, which was one of the best End of the year, beginning of the year trips. You was were I, there. I, I was there right after New Year's. I remember. You were there I right after like- New Year's. Yeah. And it was it was so it was really special to spend it with Nas because the New Year's Eve of 2022, I actually spent by myself because 2021, for those of you who don't know, was a rough year for me. I think it was rough for a lot of people, just like 2020 was. Yeah, those 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 were a bit of a blur those two years. Yeah, yeah. So 2022, I did not spend New Year's Eve with anybody. But the next day, New Year's Day, Nas and I went on like an 11 mile bike ride together. And we just caught up and we talked about New Year's resolutions and things we wanted to like improve on and leave in the past. And that was so special. And to have done it again the following year, it was equally as special and then this year, I wasn't with Nas, but I was traveling again. So I guess we're seeing a theme that for New Year's Eve, I have to be doing some kind of travel. We'll see if that continues. I, I, I'm in support of that. Yeah. So 
yeah, my year my year of 2023 was, I think, overall pretty good. A lot of change. More than anything, a lot of change for me. Um, got into a new relationship, a fantastic relationship. Who we love. We love. Yes, love we love you. very much. Um, moved to a new city 3,000 miles away from home. Brought that's my dog it? and my kid. Yeah, that's all. That's all. You know, I think I think you would know a little something about that. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Perhaps. Um, but yeah, I think overall just like a good year. My first year of law school is done. It's Fuck yeah. not graded yet. Unfortunately, weirdly enough, the new semester starts in like four days and they still haven't put out our grades, but whatever. We're going to m- move right along, right past that weird fact. All right. Yeah. So that's fine. All right. How about you, Ari? What, what, if you had to describe your 2023 with like a word, just one, really hard. This is a, this is probably like the toughest thing oh, I could ask of you. Just one just word. Just one, just one word. What would you, what would you call it? Rest. Ooh, damn. Yeah. So quick too. No yeah, hesitation. Yeah, year of rest, um, which I really needed. Uh, I, I think I um, just really needed this year to settle um, into a lot of the things of this new life I've kind of built. Um, and just I needed the rest also to think about what my next plans are, the kind of person I want to be. I know that sounds deep. It's not supposed to be like that deep, but like maybe it is. I mean, <laughs> life is serious. You got to take it seriously. Yeah, I you needed, only get one. I, well, I allegedly. I think, allegedly. That's what they say. My cat says otherwise my cat, my sister's cat. I'm calling Willie mine now because I'm obsessed <laughs> with him. Um, He's cute. So I, um, I don't know. I, I think I've talked about this before. I feel like we're under a lot of pressure all the time, especially in our 20s, to just like have everything figured out and always be doing something productive. And while I think it's good to spend your time wisely, I also think it's good to take breaks and spend time just like kind of chilling, stealing some roses and figuring out what it is that you want out of life and i you know this year i really spent a lot of time doing that settling into my life here in italy and um you know just working remotely and figuring out what my next steps are and i really did do a lot of soul searching and had a lot of fun this year had a lot of uh hard times too and they've all kind of just like really been uh part of this next step which is you know it's good it's good to take the time and figure out what your your next steps are in this beautiful journey of life that we're all on so without trying to sound too much like a motivational speaker on youtube (laughs) um 2023 (laughs) was i'm gonna say it was it was good i mean i can you really ever describe as a year as good or bad? I mean, we all, there's always a bunch of stuff that happens that feels really, really good and really, really bad. That's just life, yeah. life is sinuous, right? So what I can say is you and I are two very fortunate young women to be oh. where we are. Yeah, um, you can say that again. Yes, fortunate. And I think gratitude is just like the biggest thing I'm trying to grasp these days because yeah, damn, we do live a charmed life when I think about it. I mean, it's... It's kind of it's kind of bananas. I remember um, I don't remember if it was it had to have been like 2019 because we were still working in the office. Um, Crying. Crying. One of my. Yeah. Crying because we were both still working. (laughs) Uh huh. Just just head scratch, head scratch. Um, 
we were both still working at our environmental jobs. And one of my New Year's resolutions then was to be more, acknowledge the things that I was grateful for. And every morning I had this like big calendar whiteboard. And in the notes section, I would write three things that I was grateful for. Lovely. And it could be anything. Like, I think I would write like, flowers like the names of flowers that i really love what's she smells. good at Does any, i don't know if you know people that aren't close to you know but this bitch can literally spot any weed and be like oh that's a jactophilius momentarius <laughs> i don't fucking know she knows like the name and <laughs> i'm always like but wow it's just a fucking weed that's and a I'm dandelion like, no. relax i'm like no ari that's biden's alba it's an upland species plant. <laughs> oh, I love you. Oh, my God. I love you, too. Yeah. Oh, that's it, funny. I think uh, that's probably one of my most charming um, qualities. People oh, it's my don't, favorite. You don't, like, get to really experience it unless you hang out with me in, <laughs> like, one, an unless outdoor you setting. But unless, like, you, unless you spend more than 30 minutes with her. Yeah. Because I guarantee this will this will happen within within thirty to forty five minutes of being out with you. You guys will pass a common weed. To like, what Something. Did you know? Yeah, I, I can't escape it. Sometimes sometimes I have to like bite my tongue because I'm like, this is not the crowd to be flexing <laughs> my plan knowledge with. <laughs> Bro, Funny it enough, happens to me. Please go on, go on. I go on. I met um so I was just in L A for New Year's and hey, one of the cool. I, kind of crazy um la is okay if you're going for food totally get it the best some of the best food i've had like it's just yo amazing crazy mm -hmm. yeah um i've but, always said that la is like my least favorite part of yeah, california like I it's just i would not personally live in la too much yeah it's it's not really my vibe but the food was really good that's Fair. not the point though the, one of the girls that came with us on the trip and stayed with us at the Airbnb, her name I will not say because I don't have permission, but she was so cool and she works for a utility here and her job is, she's like an arborist, one, it's like super fun fact. Um, and so we were like walking around and we were standing underneath of this tree and the leaves looked familiar, but I did not know what tree it was. I was like, I've seen you before, but I don't know what your name is. It happens to me with people too. I'm like, I know I know you, but I don't know what your name is. Recognize faces, but not names. Exactly. Yeah. Recognize leaves, but not names. And she just goes, oh, that's a jacaranda. So you met your fucking match. Congratulations. We were on like the same wavelength the entire weekend. It was really lovely. You would love her. I really, yes. I th when you come to visit me, I will do that. We will we will all hang out. That also we'll... needs to be planned this year. We'll Obviously, Lexi's coming back to Florence because Florence is awesome. But San Francisco is also fucking awesome. So I will definitely be joining you. I think the best time to come is August or September. August is a great there. time because August in Florence is awful. Ciao. Arrivo. Arrivo subito. Yeah, I, I have to say, speaking from personal experience, that end of June and July... <clears throat> And Florence is sweltering. Babe, did you think July was bad? If you thought July was bad. August is worse. August was a solid two to three degrees Celsius hotter and more humid. That makes me want to throw up. of hot summers. Mm. Oh. Can we just, 
Can we all just note the trend, like my segue? That was beautiful. That Round was of great. applause. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so listen to this. Speaking of hot summers, Lexi, did you know 2023 had quite a bit of surprising and not so surprising climate headlines? I'm going to play dumb. No, I had no idea. You You're telling me that, that this, was this like the hottest year on record or something? Believe it or not, it sure fucking was. Are we that surprised? No. No. No doubt it's been quite a tumultuous year considering the global conflicts, the current state of the post-pandemic economy, and of course, yes, the fucking burning planet. But Lex, let's start with an upbeat attitude and remind everyone of a few positive climate-related highlights from 2023. Positive ones only. <clears throat> I will get into the deep shit like I know everyone's listening for all that juicy gossip and to experience a little more existential crises. Don't worry, I'm getting there. Love it. First, there has been a huge clean energy boost. This doesn't surprise me. Obviously, we're transitioning away from fossil fuels very fucking slowly, but surely. And it's the future. I'm not surprised at all that this made headlines. Um, in the US alone, the green energy transition has received a massive boost thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act, which we actually talked about in one of our eco-optimism episodes. We did. Um, so yeah, that's huge. Um, next up, plastics manufacturers have been taken to court and sued on numerous occasions for pollution. Um, I was not aware that this was happening. I mean, I'm not surprised, but this didn't really reach my media circles. And I think it's kind of fucking hilarious. Earlier in 2023, Danone, the parent company for brands such as Evian, Activia, and Volvic, was taken to court by three different environmental groups. Can we just snaps for that? Uh, huge. Huge. Beautiful. Like, that's just funny. New York State is also suing PepsiCo for plastic pollution that is contaminating the water and harming wildlife in the Buffalo River. PepsiCo, maker of Pepsi, Doritos, and other snacks, is the world's second biggest food company after industry leader Nestle. So this is huge news that New York State is bringing out the big guns. Go Bills. Let's go. Finally, a treaty to protect the high seas has been agreed on, has been agreed to after decades of negotiations. Until now, just 1% of these waters have been protected, and the High Seas Treaty provides a framework for setting up marine protected areas, which is a crucial step to fulfill aims to protect 30% of the world's oceans by 2030. Love it. Round of applause. We love oceans. We love oceans. Let's get that on a t-shirt. The EU has pledged to become forest friendly. Uh, I don't know how this made a, a headline, but great. wait, I actually just heard about this also, and I was like, <laughs> "Wait, you weren't? You weren't?" I was like, yeah, you I was like wait, what, are you, what, "What were you before?" Um, extra details incoming under a new regulation that entered into the force. Why does that sound like something from Star Wars? It does. In June of 2023. Importers of commodities such as soy, beef, palm oil, don't fucking buy products with palm oil, please. Peanut butter Would... has palm oil in it. Buy better peanut butter. Yeah, seriously. Peanut butter is like the number one offender. Palm oil, wood, cocoa, coffee, and rubber, quote, must be able to prove that the products do not come from recently deforested land or have contributed to forest degradation, unquote. I don't know how they plan on enforcing this, but... I'm eager to find out. I support it. Deforestation is slowing in the Amazon. About, About damn, damn time. time. <laughs> Yo, me a soda. 
or a glass of wine. <laughs> as long as it's not Pepsi, we're good. Yeah, literally anything. Public cries for climate justice are finally being heard around the world, two of which we've actually covered on this podcast, the Panama anti-mining protests and the youth versus Montana win. So those are some of my favorite highlights. Fist bump. Let us know if we missed any that you would like us to include in another episode or maybe on our socials. Lexi, can you think of any that I maybe forgot before I move into like some really juicy headlines? There's been a lot of uh, focus on wetlands this year. Stanford came out with their mapping study. I think that they were in cahoots with somebody else with that. So I don't want to give full credit, but there's also this, the big one in Spain that we covered a few weeks back. Yes. So there, there's been a lot of wetland mapping, restoration. I love wetlands. So shout out to the wetlands. She sure does. If you want more uh, soil talk, you can go listen to Dirty Talk, our Dirty episode talk. that we came out with this year with mm-hmm. a guest, mm-hmm. Nikki Ross. Yeah, um, please go who do. Who is a certified wetland evaluator, if that means anything to you. Anyways. She's pretty badass. She yeah. is. I saw her too. Anyways, continue Did on. you? Yeah. What is she doing? Lovely. She's engaged. Of course. Oh, she might, I... She, I think she already was engaged when we did the episode, but like... Maybe. Dude, guys, so many... We're at that age where just so many life changes like that are happening and I'm not prepared. You know what could maybe influence you uh, on like whether or not you want to have children or not? Ooh. Probably the same thing that makes you question whether or not you should even invest in a 401k because who knows if any of us are even going to make it to being able to retire she's got with, a point with she's all got a point. this climate catastrophe uh Moving not to be an absolute on. debbie downer but yeah. i think it's time for us to talk about the top 10 climate headlines of 2023 lexi can you walk us through what those top 10 climate headlines of 2023 might be i i will do it i'm not happy about it but i will do it Someone's okay, going to be the bearer of bad news. Let it be me. <laughs> She's good at it, to be fair. I do have a way of delivering some 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 not so savory things. It's delivered with kindness. I'll I'll give it that. Anywho, at number one, 2023 to be hottest year ever recorded at 1.4 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. How are we feeling about that? You and I who who made a whole separate little side gig about podcasting on climate news and trying to be optimistic and shit how are you, know, you feeling would, about this i news? would absolutely love to have no job security with this right now like holy shit maybe we yeah. should have built up to this but let's just get the worst one out of the way yeah this was the hottest year on record everybody it's only Ever. I, like the, the the bad news is going to continue except for one there's like there's a couple in here that aren't bad let me also just state that but yeah. like the number one happens to be pretty fucking shit are you familiar with the expression like things have to get worse before they get better i'm a climate scientist of course i am so as as much as i as as much as i can justify that things can be really bad and still get better i think climate change is one of those things where it absolutely does not need to get worse before it gets better and this top headline makes me really really aggravated because people people like to talk about these catastrophes as if they're this runaway train that we can't do anything about it's like no that's just not it it is a fixable issue it is a self 
created issue. We are the ones doing it. We can stop. Yep. We just choose not to. She's right. No, I have no interjection to any of that monologue. Thank Please you. Please continue. Number two, COP28 deal makes unprecedented call to transition away from fossil fuels. Better. A, a, did, did a bit you, better. Did, did anyone see my eye roll, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we did we did put out a couple PSAs during the COP28 meeting. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that sounds like a personal problem, and you should probably go do a little bit of research on this podcast. <laughs> that is not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I was expecting her to be like, go check out our videos on TikTok and Instagram. No, bitch goes, sounds like a personal problem. Anyways... I feel like if you're listen if you listen to this podcast long enough, we're all basically like in some kind of like pseudo relationship. And it's time for me to rip the band-aid off. I'm not always super peachy, nice, whatever. Like, go do your research. I'm not gonna hold your hand. I'm not your mother. Anyways. Love it. The highly controversial, highly controversial UN Climate Summit, COP28, ended with a deal that saw countries commit to moving away from fossil fuels for the first time in history. As we talked about in the Paris Climate Agreement, in that monumental document, they didn't even mention fossil fuels. So this is pretty huge, which is Mm -hmm. also a little embarrassing because it is the year 2023 and they still couldn't say fossil fuels until now. Yikes. Anyways, the final agreement calls on countries to transition away from fossil fuels in energy systems. Which is huge. Yeah. In a just, orderly, and equitable manner to achieve net zero by 2050, that's too late, in keeping with the science. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we did talk about the Fossil Fuel Non-Proliferation Treaty in episode 30, um, and this is exactly what it's referring to, what Lexi just said. We have failed to even mention the word fossil fuels in any kind of climate agreement or cop summit any i mean i mean it's a huge problem that we're not even addressing the source of like climate change i don't even know how else to word that let me Um, throw out like another saying the elephant in the room the elephant is not in the room okay the elephant is on our laps and we're still gonna (laughs) pretend like it's not here are you kidding me (laughs) Oh my god, that was funny. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. I uh we're still experiencing quite an issue with um we're we're falling short of key phase out of fossil fuels um that 120 countries including the European Union huge issue called for, but the final agreement does break new ground. Um it is the first time a COP text mentions moving away from planet warming oil and natural gas that blows my mind it's cop 28 it's it was 2023 and it was the first time that a cop conference text had mentioned moving away from fossil fuels basically that's incredible stress that was stress yeah the the elephant is sitting on your lap let's move on to number three record ocean temperatures push world climate and marine life into risk zone awesome great news push ha- so happy push, to read that push into bitch they've been there but yep. again <laughs> elephants on, on your lap. lap it's great great stuff i don't even think we need to get into ocean acidification i think we may have mentioned it on several episodes i'd be flabbergasted if we didn't so we're gonna move on to number four UN gives world oceans a fighting chance with adoption of landmark high seas treaty. We, we did talk about, about that this one yep. in the highlights. So that's, so you that's don't pretty ha- great. You don't have to Google it. You don't have to Google it. If it's you not don't, a personal problem. It's not a personal problem. You, you do know what that is. Number five, 
world more likely than not to breach 1.5 degrees Celsius temperature limit by 2027, UN warns. Lexi just like condescendingly scratched her chin. <laughs> I'm, not saying I, I'm not saying I already told you that this is going to happen or anything like five minutes ago, but like we already told you this is going to happen. A United Nations report published in May warned that there is a 66% chance that the world will breach the critical 1.5 degrees Celsius global warming threshold in the next four years owing to a rise in anthropogenic carbon emissions and the El Nino weather pattern. You're in California now. You're I you am. must know what El Nino is. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's very it's very interesting. Is it going to be a wet year? Is it going to be a dry year? IDK, but we're going to find out. Depends on your relationship status. Oh. <laughs> Good work. Cheers, mate. So, uh, Cheers. also, can we just address the what is a dichotomy that is you drinking a glass of wine and me drinking my first cup of coffee? Well, I do happen to be in a petitivo time while recording this and you're it's crack ass of dawn for you. So cheers, <laughs> guys. Yes. Time. Don't worry. Give her another like 10 hours and she'll be on my vibe. Yeah, I actually fully intend on opening a bottle of wine tonight and I could not be more excited. Brava, brava, brava. So number six on our list, climate change made this summer's floods in the Mediterranean up to 50 times more likely, scientists say. We had, I look how I'm speaking in the collective already, God. Um, the Mediterranean has experienced some serious climate disasters over this summer with significant more rain leading to more mudslides, flooding. Love it. Uh, this one is interesting. Number seven. Uh, my boyfriend and I were actually just talking about icebergs and um, glaciers. So let's get into it. Number seven. Antarctica lost 7.5 tons. Tons. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. The TN tons. Let me restart. TN is trillion. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Wow. Okay, not going to cut that out because my reaction was so fucking genuine. I learned yep. something new today, too. Yeah, that's um, trillion. Antarctica lost 7.5 trillion tons of ice since 1997. Let's just double check really quick. It's trillion. Yeah. It's I'm gonna, trillion. I'm going to throw up. Oh, my that's, God. That's disgusting. Trillion? 7.5 trillion tons? Wow. Moment of silence. <laughs> You know, like, this podcast is so much fun, but, like, also it upsets my belly. <laughs> my tummy hurts. My tummy hurts. Uh, yeah, so more than 40% of Antarctica's ice, ice shelves have been steadily shrinking since 1997, with almost half of them showing no sign of recovery, researchers at the University of Leeds have found. Oh, man, that's just... This is just getting harder and harder. Number eight, devastating Maui wildfires kill 100 people in one of the deadliest wildfire in U.S. history. This reminds me, too, of the the Australia wildfires that happened a yeah. couple years back and how unprepared oh. they were, how much wildlife and biodiversity they lost due to those. And be literally because of a lack of emergency response, lack of planning and a lack of um, acknowledgement of climate change and how it can turn into disasters like this. And then there was also Brazil. But uh well, I guess the Amazon. Anywho, wow. Number nine. Up to 500,000 indigenous people could be affected by historic Amazon River drought. I am going to go right to number 10 because I think if we dwell on much of this much longer, I am going to throw up on camera. 
Her belly hurts. Number 10, China on track to meet clean energy target five years ahead of schedule. Okay, when I read this one, this one really surprised me, to be completely honest. Um, what are you thinking, Lexi? Because I've always, you know, in, in the time I've been doing Hotel Earth, the time I've been studying environmental science, which is, you know, a solid amount of time now, I've always understood China to be one of the largest polluters, largest emitters on the planet. So they simultaneously are. The one thing I'll say, whenever you're looking at statistics, it's always important to recognize that they can be misleading. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not I'm not actually saying that this is not true, when I, but I will get to the point because, wow, look at me beating around the bush. In the U.S., we have gra- drastically increased our renewables right like that percentage has gone up but so has our energy demand needs so you kind of have to fill that gap somewhere in china they have a lot a lot of people really yeah and i have a sinking suspicion that probably for at least the last 10 years the chinese government has realized that with increasing energy demands, they need to be able to fill it. And maybe it was luck that, you know, solar energy turns out to be way less expensive than uh, fossil fuel propelled energy. Um, Or maybe they just knew it and they were ahead of the curve. Either way, as countries at COP28 agreed to triple renewable energy capacity by 2030, China stood out as the global leader in the sector, according to the nonprofit Global Energy Monitor's annual report on utility-scale solar and wind power facilities, the rapid renewable energy deployment across China over the past 15 years has brought the country to the top of the global wind and solar leaderboard, putting it on track to double its wind and solar capacity by 2025 and reach its clean energy target five years ahead of schedule. You're totally right, though, because the syntax of that research and sentence alone doesn't imply that it's not using fossil fuels or it's not emitting. It's just saying they're 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 using a lot of renewables. Yeah. I applaud you for pointing that out because this really surprised me. And then when you started breaking it down like that, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, well, they have a lot of energy demands. Um, and just because you're using renewables doesn't mean you're not using fossil fuels and you're not phasing out of fossil fuels. The United States is doing the same thing. The EU is doing the same thing. Um, they just happen to have a lot more people yeah. to provide energy I to. Do, I do think it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize that fully relying or even significantly relying on fossil fuels for anything for anything is not a good idea. And if I were a global leader... It would be so negligent to not be doing what the Chinese government is doing in regards to their energy. Like, why would you not be transitioning now to renewables? And not even now, for the last 15 years. Like, it's it's not even foresight. It's not even that they acted with foresight. The data and everything that we're talking about is not new. This has been... This has been in like uh, has been coming. The, the train has been in motion on the tracks for decades. The difference is one country deciding to actually do something about it and to be preemptive and other people, other countries, other leaders deciding to put their pocketbooks first, which, I'm, you know, China, China has 
also, I'm sure, been putting their their money at the forefront. But it seems that they've uh, also realized that fossil fuel is just not sustainable. Shocker. Shocker. We could have told you that first episode of Hotel. Yeah, we totally could have told you that. We totally <laughs> could have told you that. But wow, what what a fucking year. I hope that when we do our 2024 in review, our headlines are a little bit more positive than they were this year. I We can only hope. That's all the recapping I feel like doing today. That got me my belly pretty upset. <laughs> yeah. To I be need honest. To go for a walk or something. Yeah, I need to drink more wine. <laughs> Welcome back to Hotelers. I know we took a little bit of a hiatus during the holidays, but glad to have you guys all back with us celebrating this new year. Um, If you guys didn't remember, we do have a very beautiful website that took a lot of effort. So we would love for you guys to go continue to check that out. We are selling some cool stuff on there now. We are. um, And that's only going to keep growing. So please go check out Hoteller360.com. Um, reach out to us if you have any questions, any episode recommendations, anything you want us to get into in 2024. We have a lot of things we're planning. So just mm, stay tuned. We also, oh my God, how did we not talk about this in the beginning? We have a Patreon now. Oh, yes, we do. We do. We do. I forgot. Sorry. Um, We have a Patreon. And in case you didn't know, in case you have been living under the elephant that's been sitting on <laughs> you. <laughs> we work really hard <laughs> to maintain this podcast for yeah. free okay for free um lexi gets paid zero dollars i get paid zero dollars we actually get paid negative dollars because we have to pay for things we have to, to keep pay for things going. to make this happen so we're we're in <laughs> negatives now but we have this beautiful podcast that we produce very regularly and on a very good and tight schedule for you all to be listening to every other week we have a beautiful website that we maintain. We have socials that we maintain. We do a lot of research for these episodes. So A lot of research for these episodes. In the case that you were feeling generous or knew someone who was interested in supporting a cause like this, we would just love that. We will leave our Patreon link in the episode description. Otherwise, you can find it on Hoteller360.com under the support tab, support us tab. Otherwise... Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, residents. And we will be back. Absolutely. Love you so much. Kisses. Love you so much. Bacini. I think that's a ciao for now. Hasta la pizza. Bye, bitches. Bye, bitches. <laughs>